and Lynn. And we are bringing to you the book to movie adaptation of The Girl That Kicked the Hornet's Nest from the Dragon Tattoo series. Yes. Yes, I love the Millennium series. Right? Book three of the series. Almost done. Almost done. And we're drinking? We are drinking flip-flop wines. Found it in the store. Oh, I it's, was actually um, thinking to myself, they should have a song Moscato. on the front. And there are songs on it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. It's a Moscato, and it's decently priced. And um, it's not that overly sweet Moscato. It has a scale on the back between, like, dry and not. It's kind of blurry. Sorry. But, yeah, so it's not super sweet. It's uh-huh. kind of, like, at, like, that right over the medium sweet level. So I like it. Yum. But still refreshing. Yum. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's hop right into The Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest, book three of the Millennium Series, or Girl with the Dragon Tattoo Series, however you want to refer to it. This Mm -hmm. is the Swedish version of the movie that we're looking at, because there is no American version. Um, So let's talk first about... Was that your rendition of uh, Swedish? Couldn't get there, but yeah. Oh, okay. coming. Let's talk about this actual story, the third book story. Yeah. Because I know I said it the last time, but this is my favorite. <laughs> so before we start talking about it, though, I wanted to mention last time on the um, girl who played with the Hornets. No, what is it? Girl who played with fire. Right. The one before this. Yeah. At the end, you said the end of that one was when um, something happened that actually happened at the beginning of this one. So when I saw it, I was like, wait, did I miss something? Yeah. <laughs> so it was when the, the blonde hat. Yeah. I remember you saying before, I think I'm running them together, but it made sense once I saw it on this one. It was at the beginning of this one. Oh, are you saying that I didn't make any sense before, but I make sense now? <laughs> yeah. Is that what I'm I was hearing? Like, <laughs> Actually, you spoiled it. You gave a little spoiler alert to her. Sorry. <laughs> spoiler alert. I was like, remember that part. I'm just going to shut up because I don't right. remember. <laughs> We're all running together, right? <laughs> so I, this story, man, I love this story. Like in the book, the courtroom scene that they talked about when she just like, when um, Mikael's sister just get in, yeah. drilled into a Teleborian or tele, whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was just Teleborian, whatever. Yeah, that was so suspenseful for me. I was just like, "Come on, get him, get him!" Right. (laughs) I was look. I had the opposite feeling for her lawyer. I was like, "What are you doing? What are you waiting for? Go, go, get him, get him, get him!" And it took so long, and I'm like, "Ah, finally!" Yeah, it was the best scene ever. Yes. Raya, we can't hear you, Raya. Are you doing it on purpose? We can't hear any. I'm like, what is she doing? Oh, I, know. I thought you were like miming. I thought you could hear me now. Sorry. I was laughing because I was saying it was just like, wait on it, wait on it, dig that hole, keep talking, dig that hole, dig that hole. Yes. It was perfect. Exactly. And he was so arrogant. Oh, oh of course. And blah, 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 blah. She was like, oh, really? So. And right. I'm poor because I got high and because I, I was like, that's what I'm talking about. She just, you know, you know, you can't believe a word she says, basically, is what he said. Right. right. Oh, and everybody, fact, everybody kept saying that I was loving it. Like, yep. she's exaggerating. That didn't happen. I'm like, mm-hmm, just wait. <laughs> she 
people are talking. Matter of fact, it's two officers waiting for you, Mr. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> right, right. And I like how they showed um, that even though her, um, the lawyer, um, Bluequist's like sister, wasn't a big fan of Lisbeth just because of all the things that, like, well, she was mysterious for one, and then all the things that she had heard in the news, and he was like, or she just kind of literally defended her, defended right. um, Lisbeth because that Michael said yes, like, defend her. And after she started learning all those facts about Lisbeth, was like, I'm 100% down. I'm going to defend this girl. She needs to get off. And I liked how they showed that in the movie. The first, she was kind of like, just a little detached. And then eventually it became, she's getting off. And I liked how they showed her change from one to the other, or one feeling to the other. I thought the trial, (laughs) even though I liked it, the the way the trial went in the movie, I actually liked it better in the book. I don't know. I, I felt it was more oh, yeah. and more suspenseful for some reason. Oh, yeah. In the book, I felt like they just had this crazy buildup and you were just like, it's coming, it's coming. Right. Exactly. But in the movie, I don't know, they kind of crammed it a little and yeah. it just, it wasn't that buildup and I felt like she didn't leave them dangling on that edge as long as she did in the book. Exactly. She also took so. a pair. I the first time I read it, I read it with the hard copy cover of the book. And this time I listened to it on Audible. And I remember the first time it was so good in the book and then watching the movie. And then this time on Audible, being like read to and told the story made it even more suspenseful. Yeah. So, that's not in the comparison that we normally talk about, but from going from hard copy to like audible, I was like, I could not wait for the whole scene to end. I was sitting by myself <laughs> in a dark room, listening to a book like a psychopath, but I had to listen to the whole story. Right. So going from hard copy to being told the story, it was even better too. The movie yeah. is my favorite. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, in the, in the courtroom scene, one of the things that I didn't like was in the book, they kept her... What was her name? What was Mikael's sister's name? Anika. Yeah. What is it? Anika. 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 In the book, Anika was so sharp and so on point yeah. in the in the book. Like, she didn't waver. You never thought that she lost confidence in anything. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, they showed some scenes where she came across as worried. Yeah. And, because, um, you know... Like Mikhail, yeah, and then Mikael came in with this save-the-day paper thing that, you know, in the book she had that ahead of time, which I think built her confidence. But I didn't really like that. Like, one of the things I loved about her in the book was the fact that she was just like, oh, really? Right. No, I'm finished asking questions for now. I'll go back to you with that. And she she was a woman's rights lawyer, so she had that confidence going. You know, in the beginning she was a little nervous. She They said in a book, but toward the whole um, trial, she was so confident and the one thing that I didn't like was um she didn't once she started talking or once she started pleading her case she didn't waver at all like she she stood strong and like you said in the movie it was one part about um Lizbeth's records medical records from Teleborian that she that the judge said oh you can't use that or whatever she was like oh so she felt defeated for a second yeah happened that way in the book because it once you have the paperwork, long as both parties have the paperwork. Submitted, yeah. Submitted, and you can go ahead and present it. So I didn't like that, because it's not... I feel like you're right. In the book, she reacted like, oh, I can't, can I? Okay, we want to pull some receipts, versus the movie, it was kind of like, oh. Oh, right. Yeah. I I love that either. It's a good uh, point to bring up. 
the second woman in the movie, they put that soft spot in. And I don't know, because I don't know the director or anything, but even Erica's role in the movie, where they had her begging Mikkel to, like, let the case go because she was scared. And I'm thinking to myself, that was nowhere near her personality in the book. In the book, she was just like, be careful. But we right. got to do what we got to do. Bag, but right. And exactly. she had this, I mean, she was begging him, you got to stop. It's not worth this. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking, okay. So twice with his sister and with Erica, they made these women softer than I was. I wanted them to. I, I'm not happy with that character personality change in either one of them. I agree. I agree 100 percent. I wonder why they did that. Ray, you're still silent. <laughs> Calling all Ray. <laughs> oh, no. Nope. I hear you still. <laughs> you're, you're miming it out here. <laughs> mama say mama saw mama kusa. I can't hear you at all still. We still can't hear you. We can't hear you. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> really? Really? I'm okay. 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 Enough on today, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Been a long one. Um, okay. A couple of things, I, a couple of things they changed. You know, I don't like that much change. Mm-hmm. Um, how in the world? Well, one, this is not a change. It just, it just was silly. Um, Goomberg, the one who killed Elizabeth's father in the hospital, and then he went to Elizabeth's room, which wasn't in the book. It wasn't a book, but in a different way. How did he know what room she was in? Like, let's be real. It wasn't written anywhere. He didn't There's read no it book. anywhere. Somebody like, put name on it. In the movie, he knew because he saw the lawyer. He heard the lawyer talking. He walked behind her and he recognized her. Yeah, but he didn't stop and see what room she went in. Or did she, they, was they didn't what, she was asking what room Elizabeth was in. No, she was asking for a cigarette patch. The okay. nicotine patch. Nicotine oh, yeah, patch. she was asking for a nicotine patch. Just, right. uh, Elizabeth so. wanted a cigarette and she was like, no, uh, nicotine patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was yeah. the Mr. mark on that. I didn't um I didn't pay attention to that in the movie, but I feel like I saw him, you know, go to the door, but I have no idea how he knew what room she was in. But in the book, he also tugged on the door, they said. Well, he saw her lawyer peeping her head out of Elizabeth's door. Yeah, in the in the book. That's in right. Book. Okay. Yeah, in the book. That's super confusing it was right. Yeah. I was like, I feel like he did see the lawyer, but you're right, it was in the book. It was in the book, yeah. So I kind of like spiraled during that whole scene of um, him going to like try to shoot Lisbeth because the door says in Sweden are open the um, opposite direction they do here in the U.S. That's a good so, point. <laughs> so uh, when they put like the little machine under the door so the handle couldn't turn, hey. I was like, well, they open outwards. You can just pull it hey. and it is the whole thing, the machine and all is going to come open. That's so true. I started Googling why the doors in Europe open the opposite direction. Because oh, my God. What did I had you come to, up with? And I took notes on it. Oh, my God. Um, and yeah. it said for a few reasons. <laughs> it reduced the amount of water and snow that entered the property. Like when um, in Sweden, because, like, you know, the big, giant, like, snowstorms they have. So because of the way the door shuts and the hinges, it's easier um, to escape fires. So instead of having to pull the door towards you to move back into the fire, you push the door forward to go out. That way you don't have to back into the fire. The fire's behind you. Uh, they're a little safer than we are. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> well, but, that's someone chasing you. I mean, exactly. Like, chasing you to your house, and then you gotta like that another to your house. <laughs> that was that was another fun fact, Rhea. Did you have any other words that you wanted to add to that fun fact? Irrelevant. 
<laughs> it really bothered me after three movies. I was like, why the doors keep opening that way? <laughs> and I know they open that direction, but you know me, I have to find out why. And so I started Googling and I was like, oh, pause. Back to the actual book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, again, they left out a lot. What happened to Burger, uh, Erica, um, leaving Millennium? And exactly. Her- That's what I said last on the last book. I was like, what happened to this struggle with her deciding to go to this new magazine? And they left all of it out, including the stalker, which I wanted to see because it led up to. Um, Elizabeth and Erica, or Elizabeth helping Erica, trying to find out who did it before she went to jail. So I wanted to see their con, you know, their their connection. Even though Elizabeth hated Erica because of right. Michelle, right? So I wanted to see that, but they left that out. Left that I hate- it was probably because it was irrelevant. They still could continue to. <laughs> that piece was not irrelevant to me. It was not relevant to me. You know why? Because it was significant because it was all hands on deck at the book store, at the book, um, at the magazine with Erica not being there. Mm-hmm. And there was this whole dynamic of this story as to why Erica ended up having to come back. And I don't know. I mean, I guess it didn't have any significance to Lisbeth's story, but I felt like it was a great, great piece of the dynamic because that was Champagne described is what rebuilt Elizabeth and Erica's relationship to help her get past yeah. Mikkel. Yeah. 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 So. And then what happened to the relationship with Figueroa? Right. Oh, right. Oh, that's Besides her jogging. Right. That's gone. There was nothing. There was nothing. I'm like, that was significant too because Erica realized how much they really liked each other at the end and she was kind of hurt because she was about to get the boot. Yeah, right. Figueroa was like, yeah. She was, willing to, she was willing to back off if he fell yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like they could have done that and took out, you know, other stupid stuff. Like, we didn't need to see so much of um, Lizbeth's friend, the ha- hacker. Yeah. We didn't have to establish a relationship with him at all. <laughs> no, I love Plague. He always saves yeah. the day. I, I know, but we didn't actually have to be with him and see him and he and in the courtroom and all. Like, we didn't have to do all that. I thought that part was cute because it showed, you know, what was going on behind the scenes. But it also was continuous from, like, book one or movie one all the way through. That, like, other friends kind of came and gone, like Miriam and stuff. But, like, Plague was there from the beginning. Helping her. But they, I feel like in this third book, they so gave much him a bigger yeah. role. You say what? They gave him a bigger role in this third book. Okay. That I just felt like, you know, didn't need. Can y'all explain to me why um, Elizabeth's um, lawyer, Anika, was pregnant the whole time? I don't. <laughs> I was going to say um, that. I was like, but that she hit me with the irrelevant. But I was thinking, I was like, is she actually pregnant? <laughs> I was like, why is she pregnant? She didn't look pregnant. a small like you know no she was huge she was a full nine ten weeks like all right i'm ready to pop i was like where did the stomach come from the significance in that well i was thinking she was really pregnant that's what i'm thinking she was really pregnant and she had already secured the role (laughs) because i'm telling you near closer to the end she didn't look pregnant anymore it was very weird because i was like 
well, wait a minute. Maybe I was seeing things, but I didn't rewind. But I was like, I know the entire beginning part of this movie, she was pregnant. But at the end, she did not look pregnant. You're right, because remember, you can't be pregnant and sitting there drinking a glass of wine at the end. In uh, Europe, you can. Well, yeah, I guess you could. But basically, you can drink. You can have a glass of wine wine while you're pregnant. Purposes, people. Just saying, movie purposes. I feel like, why would they show her drinking if she really was? Or she, you know, was pregnant for real or not for real? Maybe she wasn't pregnant. Right. I think she guys are body shaming right now. That's what I was saying. Maybe she wasn't pregnant, like you said, toward the end. Yeah, it just it, it was very it was very odd because I'm telling you, you're if you go back and look, her stomach was gone at the end. I was like, okay, you sure. I might have to go back and double check that because the whole time I kept thinking, Did, was she pregnant? I just could have sworn I saw a stomach when that car came by, or she said I'll be back with you later or something. And I was like, what is going on? And then she's going and getting stuff. I think when they were in the house talking about it, and she was getting stuff out the fridge. I'm yeah, like, pregnant. But I'm telling I you, her the pants, and I'm like, why are her pants so ill-fitting? And then I saw her turn. I was like, oh, because they're maternity pants. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. It's a whole. It seemed like they were like up tier, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially the room where she was sitting back, and I'm just like, oh my god, you about yeah. to I'm so glad they left um, the part where the blonde giant, where Elizabeth, where they had their little altercation, where she was um, nailing her foot to the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that out. I thought they were going to switch it. So I'm glad that they kept that in because I really wanted to see that. That looks crazy. I like to see the torture. I'm sorry. That looks crazy. That looks crazy. <laughs> you sound like me, all psychotic. But what's so crazy is like he wasn't even feeling. He's like, what you doing yeah. down there? Yeah, he didn't feel a thing. That's why I was like, well, maybe she just did like his pants leg or something because it was like, to me, if you weren't watching the movie, you didn't you didn't know that. I mean, if you didn't read the book, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't have known that. No, that's very true. That's right. It's like it was his shoe, it was his pants leg or a shoe or something like that. <laughs> right. Whole time with his whole foot. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Did they not mention in the movies that he had this aversion to pain thing? They mentioned it, it in the book. other book. Yeah, too. Yeah. They, they, I mean, in the movie, did they mention it? Not this one. <laughs> not no. this movie, but the previous movie, yeah. Oh, the previous movie they mentioned it. Gotcha. Okay. That's why so as a standalone, you didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Maybe they assume that you wouldn't watch it like single, the just the last movie by itself. You would watch right. all of them, so you would know the carryover. But it'd been nice if they reset it again for the third movie, because they do that in the book. They reiterate a lot of things mm-hmm. that you forgot, which I like, even though it makes yeah. you know it longer. <laughs> <laughs> so her um, guardian, the one that she liked, he wasn't in the courtroom at all. So oh. I was irritated with that because yeah. I wanted him to be in the courtroom. Too. Me too. I agree. And then I just I love, you know, in the book. I loved her doctor. What's that? I loved her doctor in the hospital. Oh, I did too. Me too. I'm trying yeah, to blame his name, like but I love him too. Him. He was like, You need a few more days. You need a Erickson. few more days. Erickson, I think. But in the book, again, even that was more pronounced. It was like, if you don't want to go to jail, you can't yes. get yeah, you can't heal so fast. And that wasn't real clear. He's doing like physical therapy. He's right. like, if you don't want to go to jail, hint, hint. Right. Yeah, that wasn't in a movie. They left that yeah, part. Yeah, because you just so. the temperature and all of that stuff. And I just feel like they didn't really show that was kind of a game going on. Yeah. He was really helping her. His in Their form of her, him helping her in the movie was giving her pizza in the phone. I right. mean, like. Well, no, and also him telling him basically telling that lawyer, telling that lawyer, uh, that psychiatrist, yeah, she my patient, and you ain't getting to talk to her. Mm-hmm. My medical, nice try, Hurry. right, right. 
I feel like they should have, since they didn't show the affair with the blonde lady, Monica, or Figueroa, whatever her name is, since they didn't show that affair, they should have had him and Elizabeth get back together. Like, oh my God, no. Why? I like him and Elizabeth together. So, yeah. Huh? I said they're both unattractive. They might as well be unattractive together. I think they were bestest friends. Okay. But I want Mikal for my friend. I know, he's a true friend. Right? He's gonna like go to like the depths of like the earth to save her. I feel like him as a friend too. Baby. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he will do everything to save you. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to mention was I loved in the movie when Lisbeth came in and her full getup, the whole emo, the studs, <laughs> mohawk, and was like, F you, F right. you, you're cool, but F you. I'm going to go out, I'm going out with a bang. Exactly. That's exactly how I took it. Like, I'm not coming in here all prim and proper. I'm coming in here as me because what you I'm need to be. I'm be myself no matter what because y'all going to learn who I am. So that exactly. statement, I exactly. just, I loved it. Y'all won't break she it. She did not care. She was just no, like, what? Break it. What? I'm sorry, what? Of course, what? everyone was like, oh my God. Right. And she was like, what? But the way she went back at, sorry, the way she went back at the um, questions that the prosecutor, she was like, no, you didn't ask a question. Damn. So, I mean, she was just on it. I love that part. I just love it. I guess she was like, when you well, ask one, intellectual, intellectual, right. Like, there's a reason that there's sentence structure with yeah. question or punctuation at the end. I'm going to need you to use it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which shows she's not retarded. Thank you. And then in the book, the judge was like, well, I think um, she's not answering the question because one hand, you've made an assertion. (laughs) He didn't know what to say. Yeah. He wouldn't be like, look, we all know she's going to pick apart your stuff. So fix your grammar and come correct. Yeah. I love that part. Thanks for bringing that up. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. See my bottle cap I'm using? Oh, <laughs> it's actually a wine stopper. Why did I say bottle cap? Whatever. We know what you meant. We would do it. Too many glasses. Probably because of the amount of wine, maybe that you've had already. Yeah, this is the last glass. All right. So, what do you all think of the casting? Um, same as the other two. It's just yeah. yeah. I like the doctor though. I yeah. did like the doctor. I did like Me the doctor. I don't feel like Figueroa was as described in the book. Apparently, she was supposed to be really super blonde with curls and athletic. Yeah, so I guess like, she, yeah. Well, she was yeah. athletic because we saw a quick glimpse of her jogging. Jogging. You can't be able to talk on the phone at the same time, so she's a seasoned jogger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree. I don't like, think that, that was a call on her. No. no. Yeah. yeah. But what about Peter Talabarian? Like, I don't know why I pictured someone different his appearance but I mean it was good but I don't know I pictured somebody and I can't I pictured him a little bit more nerdy but he was fine he looked like a jerk and he got him yeah he like a child molester to me it's fine yep. yeah oh he fit the most like you seem like I'm in that lineup yep <laughs> <laughs> alright anything else about the movie the book adaptation well, I just wanted to note that this is the last book by Stieg Larson. So oh, yeah. the author changes when we read the next one. But I wanted to make sure that, like, I reference this in this podcast. That way, the next one, when we talk about the um, author's different writing styles and how the book flows into the different one, I mentioned it's the last book by Stieg Larson. So did Stieg Larson write the first one? 
one, two, and three. Okay. And, and he actually wrote um, 10 total, so four through 10. And he left them with his fiance and he died. And he said he didn't want anybody besides his family to read them. Oh, so wow. they're, they're oh. out there somewhere with his fiance, but another author, which I can't think of the author's name right now, was a huge fan of his and also was a coworker of his on different things. So he picked up where Steve Larson left off and made the fourth book. And there actually are two more after that that this new author wrote, but they're not movies yet. So yeah. I'll keep an eye out for if those become movies, but- um, But there was something yeah. about their relationship too, though. They were actually good friends. like.